Okay, we're going to begin this story. It's called The Examiner Abandoned Me During My Driving Test. A Wonderbund story from It's a Rum Life, Book 3, New Bolingbroke, 1970 to 1984. This story from about 1974. Background. Wonderbun, or FJK140, was purchased from Hawley neighbour in New Bolingbroke, Herbert Epton. As well as running large articulated lorries and some farm contracting, Herbert had a contact at the Wonderloaf Bakery in Grimsby. And whenever they sold off their older delivery lorries, he had first refusal. FJK 140 was the third Wonderbun lorry in our fleet and the largest so far. She was bought especially to serve our, our new work for Swell Foods in Boston. I'd been touring the Marshall Lane Industrial Estate, seeking haulage work for our small fleet and arrived at Swell Foods at just the right time. They too were growing and developing their lines of dehydrated produce and convenience foods. Naturally, being in South Lincolnshire, their first line was potato powder of varying types. They had a new client who needed this packing into small units. Looking back now, the client could well have been a supermarket chain. The market leader at this time was Smash, produced by one of the really large international companies. The Lorry FJK 140 was its manufacturer's model number, an Austin 12.5 tonne commercial with huge 24 foot long box body with fibreglass roof and steel floor inside. The hydraulic tail lift meant I could use a hand operated pallet truck to unload the cargo loaded on individual pallets. Likewise, once the pallets were put onto the back of the lorry, I could simply wheel them down into the body, a system popular today, 40 or so years later. We were developing something totally new, quite by chance and necessity. The second-hand pallet truck came from our neighbour's rundles, of course, where they were beginning to buy and sell more and more second-hand machinery to supplement their traditional agricultural engineering business. I did not have time to paint the lorry. She had some MOT time left, so road tax was no problem. I just painted out the Wonderloaf emblem. No licence. We were finally all set to begin the Swell Foods contract on time. Only one obstacle was left for me to overcome. I had no driving licence for a lorry over 7.5 tonnes capacity. FJK 140 was HGV country. This was very early days in the transport venture Ruth and I had started and I was still the only driver as well as the manager. I decided that we had to press on and I would get the licence at the earliest possible chance. So chance it became and another risk to add to the financial risk which was with us every day. I would be using a provisional licence and was supposed to have a qualified driver at my side the entire time. Every Friday for several months I travelled alone to Stockport with my cargo of potato powder in large sacks and pallets and now the system of packing had begun its cycle I returned with the previous week's powder now in small packets and plain cardboard boxes all mounted on individual pallets of a certain weight and then uploaded back 
at the swell factory in Boston using our pallet truck and hydraulic tail loader. In between times, the box lorry was used for our main job of transporting complaint commercial tyres to examination centres at Burton-on-Trent in the Midlands and Dagenham in Essex. We also found loads of real potatoes in paper sacks to take to wholesale markets up and down the country. You can read more about that in Wonderbun and the Lady Driver. I did find a part-time driver with an HGV licence and he lived in Skegness. We should call him Stan. And he would undertake one trip a week or so for us and actually came with me for my HGV driving test at the Grantham test station just as soon as I could get an appointment. Several weeks had passed since first taking to the road in Wonderbun and I had had lots of practice. In fact, I really knew the lorry backwards, having driven it for perhaps in excess of 5,000 miles by now. The actual driving test. Just reading this story and thinking about one or two other Wonderbund incidents sets one thinking again. Does this kind of thing happen all the time to other folk? The driving test was destined to be another of these incidents. I was first on the list for that day. We needed to look proper, so Stan and I had arrived in good time and stopped off just outside the test station to put my L-plates on the lorry as required by the law. We were waiting in the outer lobby when the examiner arrived, looking a little out of sorts. Oh dear, I thought, this does not look too good. We started off with manoeuvring in the capacious testing station yard. Several weeks of driving around the country meant I knew the dimensions of the lorry perfectly and every cone remained in place. Now, out on the open road, it was still early morning and as we arrived on the outskirts of Grantham, what seemed like every school child on earth was venturing forth. Everywhere I looked, there were children on bikes. They were all over the pavements and queuing at zebra crossings. Perhaps the extra stress had affected my examiner as much as myself, as a few minutes later, when we were in the very centre of Grantham on the High Street, which had not long before been the original A1 Great North Road, he instructed me to pull over and stop outside Boots the Chemist's. I have the most dreadful indigestion, he told me briefly. You'll have to stop here while I go and get something to help. So there I was, a learner driver in an HGV with L-plates, abandoned by my examiner on my HGV test, right in the centre of Grantham, on double yellow lines, in one of the busiest streets in the county, at 5 minutes to 9am. My only thought was, all I need now is a policeman walking by. This was the kind of things television programmes are made of. We had broken at least two road traffic laws in just stopping there. Never mind me, an unqualified driver, displaying L-plates and being unaccompanied. My test must have begun at about 8.15 and it ended at about 9.30. We had arrived back at the testing station and it was the time for lots of questions on road safety, highway code and then loads and loading of vehicles. I really cannot remember if he asked 
which laws we had broken when we stopped for his indigestion tablets. Looking back, perhaps if he had not thought me a past possibility, he would not have chanced his arm in stopping for his tablets. FJK140 and I both passed first time. Now then, we have a new ending to all these audio stories and videos. Since Covid became a major part of all our lives, we decided to close our online shop and make all Cracker Books publications free access to anyone and everyone via the internet. So you can now download our complete books, audio stories and videos to any device of your choice, when you like, where you like, completely free of charge. Full details are accessible on our new website at www.itsarumlife.com It's spelt I-T-S-A-R-U-M-L-I-F-E dot com. No gaps. There we are. Thank you for listening.